Hi there, this is Alfie Wattam. I'm a tech recruiter in London and the host of the London Tech Talks podcast, where I speak to different digital and technology leaders across London and the surrounding areas. Uh, today, I'm speaking to Mustafa um, about a few different things. Um, thanks for joining us. Um, could you just give us a little bit of a context into who you are? And how Yes, absolutely, Alfie. Thank you, and I do appreciate the invite. Uh, my name is Mustafa Bunasev. Uh, I am currently the Chief Technology Officer at Invenica, where I'm using or trying to use 14 years of experience in large consultancies and small startups to help our clients in industries like financial services, media and telecom, and commodity and trading um, to um, differentiate and innovate. And the way we help our clients is through the deployment of highly skilled consultants that have long experience delivering technology and digital outcome and transformation strategies and execution, uh, whether the goal is to reduce cost, improve efficiencies, or uh, investigate new areas of revenue, or in some cases, explore the realm of possibilities uh, with emerging technologies such as machine learning, internet of things, or distributed ledger technology. I'm also heavily involved in the discovery and creation of our own innovative products and platforms uh, that we aim to launch to, to the market in form of SaaS or PaaS offering. In fact, two of these products have already been launched. One is called Disrupt CX, which is a uh, platform that aims to optimize contact centers. The other one is um, a sales recommendation engine. And we are currently working on probably one of the biggest initiatives I worked on in my life, which is the creation of a global uh, independent commodity trading platform. Brilliant. All right. Thanks for that um, snippet and, and intro. Um, so obviously we're, we're filming this during lockdown um, or just as we're coming out of it. Um, what's your lockdown experience like? Well, I would say business-wise, I think we are lucky to um, be in the IT sector. Uh, we are used to work remotely from different locations, including home. And the fact that the industry itself is relying on resourcing model nearshore and offshore, uh, where um, the, our clients and ourselves have invested uh, a lot of effort uh, in digital and online ways of working remotely with co-located agile teams, it, it makes it easier. Uh, and that makes the impact on our day-to-day -day operations very little. In fact, several of our teams uh, are actually performing better now in lockdown. Uh, and meeting their targets uh, compared to when they used to have to commute to work locations. Uh, I think the only negative impact we have seen is in regards to some of the industries where we have clients like travel and hospitality and retail uh, who are going through some tough times, uh, which make it difficult for them to innovate uh, or put any budget around uh, creating new products and services. Uh, so that's, that's the only struggle for the business. Uh, although I would say uh, that uh, personally, um, the impact is, is, is very minimal as I, I used to be a consultant before and, and I used to work from different locations. Uh, I do miss traveling though uh, and social interactions because a lot of engagements that we get with our clients, it's true face-to-face conversations, which is very difficult. However, I would say, uh, I have talked to more people uh, during the lockdown as a lot of industry leaders are available virtually 
uh, these days because they are working from home. So in terms of engagements about new uh, innovative initiatives or products, we have a lot of talks. We're just waiting to get back to action so we can concretize some of these thoughts yeah. uh, into projects and, and products. Absolutely. And I completely second what you mentioned around productivity going up. Um, in, in many areas, you know, not having to commute just means that you have more energy and um, obviously more time to be able to focus on, on the work at hand. Um, it was also a really good point you made around being able to get hold of people a little bit easier. Um, I'm finding that in terms of scheduling meetings and, and that sort of thing, when you're phoning people, they're not running into a meeting or they're not going to this conference chat or, or whatever, and people have a little bit more time to, to speak to you uh, sort of during the day, which is obviously a nice uh, benefit. Um, now, um, a lot of the people, um, Mustafa, that watch these videos are quite new to the industry, IT graduates, that sort of thing. Have you got any advice for those people that are just starting in their tech journeys? Sure, but I think the first advice that pops into my mind is to um, come up with a mindset that challenges the status quo. Uh, I do believe within IT and many other industries that we need more people that think outside of the box, uh, think about innovation and how the future looks, looks like, uh, especially in some areas where the leadership is quite old and are used to a different approach to things like innovation. Um, so yeah, I, I think coming to, to IT with a different mindset and with different way to think is, is probably very um, appreciated. Uh, I think second advice would be nobody wants to, to hire a robot. Yeah. Uh, so as a graduate, you, you probably need to loosen up a little bit and there's no need to be stiff. Uh, the more comfortable you are is, uh, means that the more likely you will perform better. Um, and, and, and it's something that we find, especially during interviews and with, when you start collaborating on projects with uh, graduates uh, where there's a lack of communication or people shy away from, from problems or just wait for instructions. Uh, I think it's more likely to be appreciated by your management team if you take the initiative uh, and be hands-on. Um, if you don't mind, I would give last advice is, is to have passion yeah. for what you do. Uh, IT as an industry is very broad uh, and, and you have different areas where you can be doing tedious IT automation tasks to exciting robotics or AI projects. I don't think you will always be doing exciting things uh, and certainly when it comes to um, big projects uh, there's always requirement for lame or tedious integration with uh, the enterprise legacy systems, documentation, uh, and, and basic um, boring tasks. So you have to keep the balance between uh, innovation and doing something that is exciting and actually doing something that, that works for the business. Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely. I completely agree, especially around um, the idea of soft skills being just as important as the technical skills, because obviously, you know, nobody wants to hire robots. Um, people want to hire people, you know. Um, brilliant. Well, looking into the future then, just to finish off, um, are there any cutting edge technologies which you are passionate about, which you think will have a big impact on the world? And you mentioned a moment ago, um, machine learning and, and internet of things, but it could be that, it could be something else. Um, but what ideas do you have around this area? Well, to be honest, I, I work in an environment where technology is 
like blockchain or machine learning are no longer cutting edge. For us, they're bleeding edge. We actually are doing scaled uh, projects for our clients using these technologies. Uh, personally, I'm excited about quantum computers. Uh, although uh, it's a technology that won't be available commercially anytime soon, but its potential is great from reinforcing AI capabilities to a new generation of cloud computing. Uh, I do believe that it will uh, open the door to higher performances uh, and tremendous intelligence processing capabilities. Uh, and I do think that that in turn will disrupt every industry, not just IT uh, and the way digital products are uh, conceived or are, are, are designed. Cyber security will, will be redefined in my opinion and doing transaction online will evolve into a brand new generation. We just have to figure out how to have these uh, cost-effective commercial computers ready maybe in the next decade or, or two. Uh, I think the other technology that I am most uh, excited about or rather a combination of technologies uh, is what I like to call immersive digital twins where we can have interactive uh, digital copies or twins uh, of real life objects that are fully connected uh, to, to the cloud where each object represents itself in terms of data uh, and, and functions. And for us as, as human beings, the ability to interact with that object remotely via channels like virtual reality, or augmented realities. Uh, one of my favorite use cases that I've investigated in the past, but we couldn't bring it to fruition because of the cost of the technology today is the ability to remotely access or attend Premier League game uh, yes. sitting from your couch, wearing your, wearing your VR set yes. uh, and feeling like if you are in, 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 the, in the stadium. Yes. Uh, but for now, I would say to be realistic, we are happy with the work that we're doing with Internet of Things, blockchain and machine learning, and there are real uh, applicable use cases um, that are viable for businesses and for consumers. And we hope that within the next three or five years, uh, we will see uh, a, new, um, um, a new form of smart cities and new ways to um, trade globally, for example. Brilliant. All right. That is super interesting, especially the quantum computing part. And um, yeah, when we have uh, VR that will, you know, connect to the to the real world. Um, like I heard an example the other day in terms of surgery. So, you know, uh, a surgeon not being able to be in the hospital, but putting on a headset, doing the surgery, and then that connecting to the actual um, robotics in, in the real world. Um, it's super fascinating and definitely something to, to watch out for. Um, brilliant. So, so thank you so much, um, Mustafa, for, for your time and your insights and ideas. Um, and thank you, everybody else, for, for watching this as well. Obviously, please uh, click follow for more podcast videos like this. And don't forget to, to like and comment and share uh, to help with the algorithm. Brilliant. Well, thank you, guys, and thank see you, you next time. Bye-bye.